So sure. understand the three stages of the female psyche. Oh, that's Ooh, such a misnomer that? title. Yeah. It's a misnomer title because like female psyche, we're just talking about um, more like the energy, the, the feminine and the masculine energy and um, understanding the three stages of the female psyche is why I said female psyche, just because I do work with a lot of women have done the same with men. So um, it, it, Jung, Carl Jung talks about um, mm-hmm. the female psyche in the male psyche so does like Clarissa Pinkola Estes author of Women Who Run With the Wolves mm, and such um, a good book yeah and so Clarissa has uh, the the stages of initiation uh, in a woman's life all laid out and then in the story The Handless Maiden the the fairy tale The Handless Maiden you you get to see um you know a little bit of the the male going through you know the the evolutions as, or the initiations as well. And um, so we already talked about, you know, those three stages in mm-hmm. being born and the filters and then encountering, being the innocent and encountering the predator. So now being the victim. Mm-hmm. And on stage one, there's then a, a lot of victim language. Like I can't. I have yeah. to, mm-hmm. I, I try. need, now, once I get someone through, yeah, try that one, whoops, when you muscle test, the arm just goes, Choom! our bodies are so weak when we lie and try is such a lie. It's like, right. Mm. It's do my best. Yeah. Replace that one. With do my best. So yeah, when we, um, when we get into victim mentality, then mm-hmm we say, I guess. And it's like, no, you know, when you're, when you fully embodied your soul, you just mm-hmm. know, right? Because that's our intuition. Yes. And we just know. Yeah. Yeah. We've just had so many messages that really we let those messages seep into our mind and then we doubt. Mm-hmm. And we develop language that doesn't serve us, which I call yeah lack mentality language (laughs) oh i lived there for a long time i know it well yeah we've worked on that together (laughs) we ever like a lot no (laughs) (laughs) so yes we have a lot yeah and then i catch myself or you catch me right and you can help police each other i police each other well the 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 thing is though literally if you if you are working on that, just pick one to work on. My husband has a great uh, video out on YouTube, um, get to versus have to, right? And so instead of um, saying huge. I have, well, I have to versus get to, I have to do this and I have to do that, or I get to do this and I get to do that. There's like such a difference there, right? Oh, and, I can feel it in the energy. Yeah, right? I felt it too just saying it. Mm, yeah, yes. absolutely. So that's how mm-hmm. that one goes. And then once I get through, um, get someone through their, you know, the diff- I always say there's seven lies we tell ourselves. And that's how I set up the teachings of the, the um, black language and then, you know, changing it over. And the, mm-hmm. when they say I need, okay, you can be in lack language or I hope you can be in lack language and, and then beyond lack language when we get over that, then you're tapping into your true needs, like, I need to go for a walk right now, right? Mm -hmm. I need. And so 
it's um it yeah, kind of shoots over the works yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and um so that's how that all goes and then oh, language is so huge yes i know right mm-hmm. you have a great quote on that too i can't wait mm-hmm. for your quotes book mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. okay thank so, you so moving on mm-hmm. like i've Just... talked about already there's the stages between the stages so we come yes. in on stage three and we get the filters we are now the innocent. We um, encounter the predator. So now we're the victim. And um, victims blame other people a lot of times. Yes, of course. Yeah. And then, so we're on stage of the other. And everybody else's fault. If it wasn't for the other, we'd be fine. Right? I went through these stages. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm with yeah. you, girl. <laughs> yeah. And when we haven't done our inner work, sometimes... Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I just need to get rid of this husband and you get divorced. And then you find out, oh, yeah, I guess that wasn't the real issue. <laughs> and right. you grow into like, oh, it was really me. Um, you've read my book, so you know the struggles I had in my marriage and um, the, the journaling that I did, right? Um, so powerful. And mm-hmm. you, you saw me working in the marriage and working on myself in the marriage. So... And again, I, it lasted 33 years because I didn't let go soon enough, if mm-hmm. you will, right? And so I even had a healer say, yeah, you two had a spiritual contract. It was over after the wedding, you know, after the wedding night. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was. Wow. <laughs> 33 years of that, huh? Yeah. So anyway. Right. Okay. So, so from blaming everybody, then we go into the dark night of the soul and we blame ourselves and numb out and get into addictions and blah 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 mm-hmm. and then we hide move, everything we yes oh gosh mm-hmm. and we move on to stage three and that's we're back to who we really are we're mm-hmm. we're back to our own power and our mm. own superpowers and that's where we feel not alone we feel completely connected to everybody and we know how to gracefully step out from the collective and step back into the connection of the collective maybe take those social media breaks and then come back we just we just know our needs not our lack needs not not from not from a place of lack from a place of power empowerment Mm -hmm. right and then bitch break down being in total control of herself or himself Mm -hmm. being in total control of herself speaking her truth from love and authenticity right Mm. and it's really fun to take the b and turn it into a w Mm. which woman in total control of herself (laughs) woman in total control of herself yeah um i've always had this kind of visceral reaction to the words bitch Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't like it for a female and yet I just find it's a go-to word to describe a female that isn't in alignment <laughs> with a female until you use the words that you do, that you attach to this acronym, so to speak. Right. It, when I'm, when you use the words being in total control of herself, then yes, that's a word I can identify with. Yeah. I you know, obviously when it's used in a negative context, um, sure. Well, that's when not it's, when I, 
-hmm. When it's used in a negative context, if you saw it in writing, in mm -hmm. my world, it's a lowercase b-i-t-c-h. Mm. It's the bitch of the world. So mm. we're, as witches and bitches, we're taking back our power to make witch and bitch. Okay, if you're not on Instagram, you won't get that. If you're not on Facebook, you won't get that. But there's been a lot of movement and we're slowly seeing it on LinkedIn now too. <laughs> Good, right? right? Yeah. Yes. And it's not it's a negative new thing. world and a new right. way. And we need to shout that from the rooftops, right? Well, let's go back in history to witches. What was that really all about, mm. right? Oh, right. it might have been a woman Intuition. stepping outside of religious norms, as Alexandra Enke would say, right? Mm -hmm. um, what, what, what was it? It, it was it was a way of control. They were the wise women. They they were the ones who were totally accepted. They were usually, a lot of times, the the woman who lived because she's so empathic outside of the village, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then we just made that whole concept scary and scary, the crazy. Yes, woman, you know. And and I think too that they relied heavily on their intuition to guide them, and that was yes. scary. And they were like going to the doctor, like people would seek them out. They would send a child, you know, with a message to, to come back into, you know, the town or whatever. So they were highly revered, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were and their then, medicine women. Right. And then mainstream got a hold of it and, and then took it in an entirely different direction, right? Mm -hmm. Where yeah, like they a were witch power. now right? And we're yeah. often scared of them or they have warts or yeah, they were yeah. never, mm -hmm, they've always appeared to be ugly in appearance. Yes. There's been right. a lot of filtering of, <laughs> yes. of which for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then even in women who run with the wolves, you know, there's that crone in the woods, right? Mm -hmm. and she is, she is all for herself and she is not for you. And it's that sort of extreme of all of that and yeah it's it's really it's it's just it fascinates mm. that book just fascinates me the commentary is so super rich so I'm and always have enjoyed that I read it pre-divorce and post-divorce and then I told my um yes my share dad. this story <laughs> I love this story like, yeah I'm not having sex with you until you read that book <laughs> I love that story. So, here's what, what did he do? And, and what did he do? He read it really fast. I'll say. <laughs> you can imagine. He read it really fast. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. The fun thing about all of that also was um, I had put together um, what I had figured out. Um, I, I was helping parents pull their kids out of biochemical ADD, ADHD, autism, autism learning disability, blah, blah. Mm. And, and then I was getting kids, the parents were saying, um, the teacher says he or she can't learn. And, um, you know, they're learning like I used to. And so I know they can, and, and I know they're not stupid, um, but what to do, you know? So I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, how does your brain work? You know? And then I kept drawing in just the right kid at just the right time and more and more and more till I was like, I'm gosh, I've discovered a fourth learning style and I called it patterned learner. And then it Ooh. my friend who's a um, neurodevelopmental specialist, she goes, well, Linda, we all learn by patterns, right? And I'm like, okay. And she goes, so aren't we all patterned learners? And I'm like, 
but Janet, there's this glut of kids that like, they're just so, they're not like my daughter. My daughter taught herself to read at three. They're just so extreme. And I went, Oh, like, and I think I said mm. mild, like my daughter or whatever. So mild, moderate and extreme pattern learners. Mm. And that's when I nailed it big time. And I am very much an extreme pattern learner. And, and as we've worked together, you are too, Jen, we've gotten that. Oh, heck out. yeah. Yeah. So like we, we almost will seem unteachable. And then when we've got it, we've so got it and mm -hmm. we do it in our sleep. And yes. when I was working at um, a copy uh, company called Kinko's, they were mm -hmm. really into um, learning um, differences. And so they knew all about the visual learners and the auditory learners and the hands-on learners. And they're okay. trying to teach me one of the machines and I was not getting it. And it was at that point where I was verbally able to say, I'm a pattern learner. This is how I need to be taught, right? And bam, I caught on to the machine right away and they were just, just fascinated. And it was nice for the kids too, for me to say, well, it's not you, it's your teacher. She just doesn't know you're a pattern learner. So here's what you can tell your teacher. So here's wow, how you what learn a gift. that. Oh man, it just, it helped. It saved the oh. self-esteem of so many kids. And it no really doubt. enlightened a lot of teachers as well. And the mm -hmm. worst thing that happened was, okay, so then the school started to catch on to visual, auditory, hands-on learners. So then they decided, you know what? We just need to teach to all those styles and then kids will get it. No. Mm. And so if you teach to the pattern learner, the sorry, if you teach to the extreme pattern learner, everyone, everyone. will get it. <laughs> and so right? Maria Montessori was like really rock on with, all of that and yes. four period lesson and stuff. And so my example is if you're going to teach say colors, right. And maybe your kid mm -hmm. knows a few colors. If you hold up something red um, and you say, what color is this? And the child goes through kind of their guessing of what it is. And maybe they land on red. Guess what? The next mm -hmm. time you go, what color is this? The child now is sorting through, right? So it slows down their processing. So if you would just say, without showing it, red, if you just say red, and the child says red, and then you hold up red, red, and the child says red, and then you say, mm. this color is red, what color is it? And you kind of bring it forward, and then, and then you say red with the child, this color is red, what color is it? They'll say red. It's huge. It's like mm. miraculous. And you can take it into just about anything. And then what you want to do is you want to link um, associated patterns, you know, with whatever you're teaching because our brains, you know, love uh, uh, hooking on to the next thing. I know Dora yeah. Carlson does that when she's training puppies. You know, she, she puts these little hooks into their brain and they're, they're connected and, and, she even gives them experiences. And I think it's before 12 weeks, What whatever mm -hmm. patterns you've put, whatever little hooks you, they've got, you know, mm -hmm. that's going to affect them for the rest of their lives. Right? What is it like, like kids by the time they're four, that's, you know, what they're going to really have for their right. life. Right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're speaking about a dog and just thinking about touch, it's so important to, you know, to touch and socialize those puppies. Yeah. Especially so their feet. Can, right. Yeah. Right. And also because they're, they may, they'll have their nails trimmed and mm-hmm. often people like to, yeah, just their feet <laughs> is a really good uh, place to start. Uh, Dora <laughs> so has I'm with you. Dora has something so funny in her book because she loves, you know, she is a hairdresser by training and people are like, oh, well, because you love dogs, you should be a groomer. She's like, mm. <laughs> she, she's like, I don't want to get bit. <laughs> That's where I started was in dog grooming. And, and oh. yes, I know exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Great conversation, Linda. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, I love unpacking this with you. And you always have such uh, depth of your stories. And it really helps explain everything at a deeper level. So, cool. so glad we got the chance to connect over this. Absolutely. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're most welcome, Linda. It was a pleasure to connect today. Thank you.